Hey, this is Nathan Jenkins from Loon Mountain Ministry, and I want to thank you for checking out our podcast today. We welcome you to join us, the trees, the rocks, and all of creation as we worship our great God. Enjoy the message. We're going to have Tin read scripture. I couldn't remember if I had confirmed that with him, so I'm glad uh, we, just, we just had the juju going on. And Yeah, he's ready. I, thank you. Um, so the scripture reading for today is Proverbs 27, verses 9, 12, 17, and 23 to 26 in the New Living Translation. So we'll exalt God's word together. Um, the heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precaution. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. As iron sharpens iron, so a friend sharpens a friend. Know the state of your flocks and put your heart into caring for your herds. For riches don't last forever, and the crown might not be passed to the next generation. After the hay is harvested and the new crop appears and the mountain grasses are gathered in, your sheep will provide wool for clothing and your goats will provide the price of a field. Thank you. You may be seated. Thank you, Tin. Um, so Christmas is coming, right? It's not that far away. I know it doesn't feel like it today. I know it doesn't feel like today, but it's coming. And in our house, uh, we are excited. We have a large vaulted ceiling in the living room. And so we try to go as big as we can, as tall as we can with a Christmas tree. And when we go to put the light on the top of the Christmas tree, we don't have adequate ladders. So it gets quite precarious with a large individual like me on top of a uh, ladder and really trying to reach. And, and it's quite awkward, right? Well, if you listen to the words of that last song, forever in our minds, forever in our hearts, Jesus, we lift you high. We lift you high. That's what we're doing at Loon Mountain Ministry. We got a really big old tree, and we got some awkward people like me at the top of the ladder, and we're just trying to lift the name of Jesus as high as we can. And it gets awkward. It gets crazy. We're like, oh, my word, we're going to fall off the ladder. But Jesus and God promised in his word that if we lift his name up, he will draw all humankind to himself. That's really pretty cool. And so we're just at Loon Mountain Ministry, what you're part of here, what you are witnessing here, whether it be chili, whether it be coffee, whether it be Waterville Mountaintop, whether it be Loon Mountaintop, whether it be now we're going to help out Sunday River Mountaintop or Pleasant Mountain Mountaintop, whatever we're doing at Loon Mountain Ministry, it is because we're trying to lift the name of Jesus just as high as we can and we're standing on our tiptoes, we're on the top of whatever resources God has given us and we're just up there standing. So I really like that song choice. Thank you. So another way we're going to do that. Where's my buddy Tika? Where'd you go, brother? Come here, Tika. Come up here. We're really excited about Tika being here. Um, Wyatt, can you turn one of these on? Ooh, this is going to get dicey. Oh, boy. Here you go, Tika. Oh, wow. That is, that's, that's hot right there. Anyway, this is my brother Tika. And what we love about being part of the body of Christ, it doesn't matter. Is this one doing that? This one's super hot, bro. You want to bring that down a little bit? You know what? Tika, stand over this way so you're not in front of that monitor there. Do you know which one this is? Still super. In the monitor, that's where it is. It's a ridiculously hot monitor. Anyway, so what I love about being part of the body of Christ 
is that it doesn't matter geographically where you're from. And uh, as you can tell, Tika and I are not from the same place geographically, right? It doesn't matter what culture you're from. Say hello, Tika, to everybody. Oh, is that not on anymore now? How about in the house? Still on. Can you say anything? Hello. Oh, <laughs> right? Tika and I are not from the same culture, right? I'm, I'm, in, I'm from rural Maine, and you're from rural Haiti, correct? Yeah. Rural Maine and rural Haiti are, are not quite the same place. But what's beautiful is Tika and I are brothers because that Jesus came to earth and gave his life for those that put his fair faith, hope, and love can be part of the body of Christ. And so uh, Tika is in the United States working, and he showed up at the coffee shop with a guitar and said, I want to know when church is. And we said, okay, it's on a mountaintop. And he said, okay. And uh, so Tika, you are from Haiti. Can you tell us where in Haiti are you from? Yes, I'm from Haiti. Um, I'm from close to downtown in Gantier. Yeah. Gantier is a part of Haiti, which is close to Dominican Republic and a little bit close to the downtown. Yeah. So it's a bit, you're from a kind of a city part of Haiti? Yes. Gotcha, from a city part of Haiti. And um, Tika is here uh, working, and one of the things that you're working to do is to support your family. Yes. And also support some of the people that helped you learn English. Yes, music. Learn music. Yeah. Learn about God. Yes. Right. So Tika grew up uh, going, how long would you walk to school one way? How long would it take you to walk? It was about one hour, but my mother, sometimes my father too, bring me from my house to the nice. school, which is Village of Up. Yeah, but once in a while, you'd have to walk an hour to school? Yes. All right, Lincoln Woodstock, you guys can stop complaining <laughs> about walking to school, all right? Um, and, and at school, called Village of Hope, you learned about God? Yes, we learned about God. We learned music. Um, Village of Hope was a very great blessing, not only for me, but the community. Right. Yeah. And without the opportunity that Village of Hope would it would it been possible for you to be working in the United States right now? Do you think I will be a type or a kind of guy without education? Right, and we probably wouldn't be able to have this conversation. Sure, absolutely. Right, and through Village of Hope, now you speak how many languages? Five languages. Isn't that cool? <laughs> he speaks Creole, Spanish, French, Portuguese, English. Yes, I do. <laughs> wow, one of each. Um. I know, right? Uh, how about we say good morning, church, in Spanish? Buenos dias, iglesia. Awesome. <laughs> good morning, church, in French. Bonsoir, oh, bonjour, église. Oh, nice. You speak French. Uh, bonjour, uh, comment est-ce que vous allez? <laughs> hey, I know we have cheese and bread afterwards. You speak Creole, too. Wow. He so, just said, comment nous Yeah, comment nous So say good morning, uh, church, in Creole. Bonjour, comment nous Bonjour l'église. Wow. Say good morning, church in Portuguese. Bon dia, igreja. Awesome. <laughs> Say good morning, church in English. Good morning, church. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Anyway, Tika, God has given Tika some many, many gifts, and one of them is musical, uh, and he shares it with us. And uh, Tika is just looking for ways to support the people that he loves, his Haitian people. Um, if you don't know much about Haiti, they're in a pretty tough spot. 
Um, they've kind of been take they've over been overtaken by an unruly kind of uh, guerrilla type warfare, kind of like a a, a rebel type of, of government. Not that the regular government was that great before anyway. Um, but uh, it's you can't get into the country. Um, you really can't leave the country. Uh, you have, you're having a really hard time to make any money in the country right now. Uh, kids aren't really able to go to school currently. It's just kind of in unrest, upside down. And uh, Tika has a heart for his people, as you can imagine. Um, there is a small school getting off the ground uh, in his home area where he is, with really without funds, without resources. They're not necessarily supposed to even really be gathering, uh, but he's got some friends, and he and it was his vision too to start giving kids opportunity like he has. He, it really hurts him to look at kids on the street and and in in Haiti and go, man, you don't know music, you don't know God, you don't know even English to be able to try to travel or or make some money to support. And so, Tika is going to share his musical gift with us on Saturday night. So this coming Saturday. You're doing a concert here at the thrift shop. Yeah, November 12th. November 12th. Uh, yeah, at 7 o'clock. You will so. really want to come because the music's going to be really great. What's cool is uh, you're going to partner with a bunch of musicians from church? Yes. Awesome. So there will be a full band. Uh, it's going to be a coffee shop, coffee house type feel. Um, and all the proceeds of whatever is bought in the coffee shop that night will go to Tika and his, and his, ho- and his d- dream to help this new school called Trinity... Trinity International Christian Academy. Trinity International Christian Academy. And then whatever you guys would like to donate that night. So you can either donate you know, straight to Tika uh, or you can use the ministry to donate through. Uh, but it's going to be a Haiti benefit concert on Saturday night. Please bring friends, tell people. It'll be a really fun night. I know one Spanish song that he's taking. Guantanamera. Re- he's taking a request from me because I love Guantanamera, and uh, he's taking that request. So he's going to sing that Spanish song. You going to sing some Spanish songs? Yeah, Spanish songs. Any songs. French songs? French? No, no, no French. No French Creole French songs. A couple Creole songs yeah. is great, yeah. and then some English songs. Some English songs. Awesome. So we'll see you on Saturday night. Yes. Saturday. At the coffee shop. Yeah. I love you, brother. Love you guys. Uh, what do we say? Seven. Seven p.m. Yep, 7 p.m. November uh, 12th, 7 p.m. All right, so and we're we're trying to lift God high, which is awesome. We're trying to lift His name high, and I what I love about our God is that our God uh, isn't housed in some box, isn't housed by some of our thinking, and so He His name is able to be lifted high with music, with chili, with apple pie, with coffee, with skiing and snowboarding. With the job that you do, whatever job it is, by being a dad, by being a mom, by by being a grandparent, by being an aunt, an uncle, by being a neighbor. This is what's so beautiful about our God. His love, His grace, His mercy is big enough that it redeems all things. There's there's nothing that Jesus' love can't redeem, which is just so cool. So, would love to have you guys come back and hang out on Saturday. All right. Another way that we lift uh, the Lord's name high is through our board of directors. And this is our board of directors weekend retreat weekend. So Loon Mountain Ministry is a 501c3 faith-based nonprofit through the American Baptist churches. And our board of directors oversees the movement. Like we talked about a couple weeks ago, right, there is four legs to our chair that we have. The Loon Mountain Ministry is a four-leg chair, which I'm glad because less than that would be hard to sit in. Um, but we, our, our first one is an outdoor church service and a chaplaincy to Loon Mountain. That started in 1990. The next one that came is what you're in here, the thrift shop 
right? 1994, a way to help uh, be a light in town, support people in town, but also get some finances for the ministry. 1994, the third leg, welcome to it. It is the coffee shop, local expression of the church. We've been a church now like this for eight years. Isn't that crazy? Maybe even going on nine, because it was 2013, actually. Whoa, nine. Woo! We're going to be ten years old next year. We should have a party. Um, you know what? We should do chili and apple pie for a party sometime. That's what we should do. Um, but yeah, that's the local expression of the church. And then the newest one is uh, helping others do the same. So uh, Gunstock a couple years ago, Waterville a couple years ago, Sunday River this winter, Pleasant Mountain this winter, potentially Bretton Woods next winter, or they're kind of already doing it, so we're supporting them too right now. And so that's so exciting, but that is a lot. And it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to go on. And so we're going to talk about some of this in Scripture. But if you're a board member, would you please stand up? So we've got Nancy over there. I think Rock was back over here somewhere. Oh, Donna's right there. John's right here. Tin's right here. Andre's right there. And Marissa's right there. we got all of our board members in the house. Woo! Huh? Oh, Drew. Yep. Drew. Yeah, we noticed when you... Good morning. Oh, you're good. Come on through. That's all right. Come on. Um, and so our board of directors oversee our organization. They oversee uh, the mission, vision, values, our policies, procedures, our bylaws, uh, the, 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 the budgeting of the, of the ministry. Um, and so if you have any questions, want to know more about who we are and what we do and the inner workings of Loon Mountain Ministry or beyond the new churches that are starting within our auspices, Please grab one of these folks, our board members, and say hello. Um, you know, Marissa, you guys know her. She joined this year. Thanks for Marissa. She's our secretary. She keeps us in line. Andre is the chairman of our board. You've probably met him before. He's been here for quite a while. Drew, we all know Drew. Drew and I sit as representations of the, um, the uh, staff on the board, uh, so we're called inexficio. Is that the fun word? I don't know. Pretty cool word, right? I think I just spoke Latin, Tika. I don't know if you do, but I'm pretty sure that sounded Latin to me, which that means that we can't vote on the uh, benefits or the salary or packages of people because we're staff, but we can vote on other things. Uh, Tin is uh, not only our bookkeeper, but he's new on the board. We're excited because he's got a financial mind. Uh, John is from Waterville Valley Community Church and, and really is doing some cool work down there and understanding Waterville Valley Community Church and the representation of Waterville Valley Community Church on the board. Uh, Donna has been a part of our local church and serving meals at our local church, and that was what really got her hooked maybe like six four or so years ago back in the community building. Uh, so Donna's got a great heart for feeding people and hospitality. That's what we do well. So Donna's... And then Nancy, and Nancy is our local representation on the board. Uh, we want locals also on our board. Did I miss somebody? Rock over there. Rock is our treasurer. And uh, Rock, and you know his wife, Chris, from the summertime, if you go up on Loon, uh, they've done the uh, children's ministry on top of Loon for at least four or five years, maybe more, which is cool. So we are very, very fortunate. Uh, there's actually some old alumni in, in the building. Sharon's been on our board before. Greg Reynolds has been on our board before. Is there any other board alumni in the house that I'm missing? So we got some alumni around too. So we're just so excited. And this morning's message is right at me. Uh, I sit on the board, right at our board of directors, and right at us, uh, because we know as a young church, we've been in the book of Proverbs as a book of wisdom and saying, Lord... Please give us wisdom by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible is very, very clear that 
uh, the, the, the Lord grants what we ask for, especially when it's something like wisdom. The Bible says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask the Lord who gives generously. And so we're asking the Lord, I will warn you in the journey I've been on, I'm only 40, but the journey I've been on, when you wholeheartedly ask for wisdom, buckle up. Wisdom typically isn't just found in some book. That's called knowledge. Wisdom isn't just usually found in some course or some training. That's called skill. Wisdom is the school of hard knocks, typically. The old-fashioned way of learning, bumping your knee and bumping your head and getting you know, your fingers, hands dirty and achy. Um, that's how wisdom typically is found. Sometimes people are just born with it. That was not my case. Maybe it's yours. Uh, so we are asking God as a church, give us wisdom. And our board of directors are part of that authoritative process of keeping us wisdom. And so there's some big words in here, or big words, there's some words in here that I think really pertain to our board and what uh, we look for them to do. So we'll start reading through. If you have a pencil you or a pen, you can circle these words. The first one is called counsel. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense. The Bible actually has a lot to say about counsel. In the book of Psalms, it says, I bless the Lord who has counseled me. Indeed, my heart instructs me in the night. When you ask and you seek and you look to the Lord for counsel, his wisdom starts in your heart. That's the difference between wisdom and knowledge. Biblical wisdom, godly wisdom, enters through the soul, through the spirit, through the heart, through the presence of the Holy Spirit. And it works its way up to the mind, to the head, and then out. Where's my buddy Mark? Mark, is that what's going on? Is this thing in my pocket? Is this? I think we have a bad connection here. Cause you, did you notice how I keep going out once in a while? But we'll figure that out. Um, oh, the building does this. Oh. It's all the Wi-Fi. Okay. All right. Um, we'll just keep rolling. So, um, counsel. Biblical counsel from the Holy Spirit starts in the heart. The Bible, we'll talk about it in a minute later, but the Bible, uh, the Bible speaks of the human heart as the epicenter of the human, as the center of the emotions, the center of the decision-making. If you ever watched the, uh, the movie Inside Out, if you haven't, you should. It's a phenomenal movie. That whole movie happens in what the Bible calls the heart. So if you're interested, huh, I want to know an analogy of what the Bible calls the heart. Watch the movie Inside Out. You won't be disappointed. It's an incredible movie. Uh, bring a box of tissues. I bawled in that movie. Also laughed. Good movie. Okay. The Bible also says in Proverbs, back to the book of Wisdoms, 15:22 says, without counsel, plans get frustrated. But where there are many counselors, plans succeed. Well, if you know anything about Loon Mountain Ministry, we have a lot of plans. We love ideas. We love to plan things. We love to start new ski resort ministries. We like youth groups. We like movie nights. We like food. We like all music. We like to do events. And so there's a lot of plans happening. And, and, and Proverbs is very clear. Without counsel, plans get frustrated. But where there is many counsel, plans succeed. So that is one of the goals of the board. That is one of the reasons why we have a board. That's why we ask the board, can you please counsel us? 
not just me as the executive director, but also Drew as the operations manager and assistant pastor, you know, youth uh, with Nathan and the youth, uh, with, the, with the overseeing with Heidi of the thrift and the coffee shop, and on and on we go. So the first word is counsel. Did you circle that one? Great. We're going to keep going. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precaution. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences. Circle foresees. Foresees. We ask our board to help us foresee. We're really thankful for minds like Andre, who's a financial advisor from the Seacoast. Minds like Tin, who's a CPA and an accountant and, uh, and a tax expert. Minds like Rock, who's really good at organizing things and works in software and, and sees things in grids. We're really thankful for them. And, and when we sit down financially, you know, we're not like the typical church, right? God has blessed us with a Thrifton coffee shop. God has blessed us with people that really really believe in our mission and our vision and our values and they give and people shop here and it gives us resources but you'd be surprised you like you would think like oh with this many resources we'll have no worries we can just not think about it no think about your life i know how much heidi and i made when we first got married right now if you would have told me hey marcus when you're 40 you're gonna have this much combined household income at 23, I would have been like, then I'll have no worries at all. I will not worry at all about paying a bill or where my money's coming from. What do I still do from when I made, you know, what I made at 23 till now, right? The same. We all do the same. Well, a church budget is very similar, right? We are like reptiles. We grow to the size of our um, aquarium, Right? We grow to that size. And God's been good to us financially. I'm not going to lie, there has been some pretty scary moments financially at Loon Mountain Ministry as we've grown. Okay? But we had two full-time employees uh, of the ministry, uh, of, of anything, um, in 2012. We now have nine which is really exciting as this thrift shop, coffee shop just goes and goes and goes and youth groups and, and, and starting ski resort ministries elsewhere and the mountain up here grows and Waterville Valley grows. These are all beautiful things, uh, but we need help foreseeing some financial stuff. We need help foreseeing things like church discipline. We need help right now. One thing you can be praying about, the board's starting to think and pray about is, okay, there's been this local church gathering for eight years now. What does the leadership in this church look like? Because right now it's kind of being led by this ski resort ministry thing, which is awesome. We're really glad about that. But what about church eldership? What about church policies, procedures, bylaws? What about church discipline? You know, how does that work? Now we want to be careful because guess what? A lot of those policies, bylaws, and things have really sank a lot of churches. There's a lot of churches out there right now with nobody in them, and one of the problems is they got too wound up about the rules of some church game and who's in and who's out, and it's, as, as we can see, it's kind of hurt and gone to So, But we got to have some kind of structure, some kind of rules, policies, bylaws. You can't just gather 90 people for a weekend, every weekend, or whatever, and have ski resort ministries going over and be like, ah, just whatever happens there, happens there. Just go for it. That doesn't work either. So by prayer, 
by counsel, by the Holy Spirit, we're asking the Lord, what's it look like as we grow, as we move? And so therefore, seeing those. And if you know anything about Marcus, I have an idea every 30 seconds. So when I, I need a board of directors to say, okay, dude, one out of 99 ideas is we're going to go with that one, okay? So 4C, Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision. So 4C. Next one. This is probably one of the most popular uh, Proverbs out there. There's a couple of them. This one's definitely a, problem, a, a popular one. It says, As iron sharpens iron, so does a friend sharpen another friend. So circle the word sharpen. Okay? This is what's interesting. So I actually looked up the science of iron sharpening iron. This is incredible about the science. And I didn't knew this. I didn't know this. And I don't know if this is what Solomon, the author of these words, actually meant. But here's what I'll tell you. The actual science of iron sharpening iron, that if the irons, the two irons that are hitting each other sharpening, if they are of the same, I think it's called value or consistency or the same density, they will actually dull each other. That one needs to be a different consistency or a different density. So for instance, this better translated would be, as one iron instrument sharpens another iron tool, hear what I'm saying there? And what's great about our board of directors is we all don't look alike. We all don't think alike. We all come from different backgrounds. We all have different giftings. And that's how iron sharpens iron. If we all were the same type of people, all had the same exact, you know, giftings, the same exact way we think about things, that would never sharpen anything. It would actually make it dull. And I would argue that I think that's one of the issues that the larger church has had. That they've gotten rid of everyone that doesn't look like them or think like them or talk like them or sing like them. And then you've got a bunch of people that all look the same, smell the same, talk the same, vote the same, listen to the same music, and it's become a dull church. And so if we ever get that way, please be like, uh, everyone's starting to really look the same and talk the same and think the same. That would become dull. And I think that that's what this verse really is kind of driving at. Right? So, um, sharpen. We need a variety of leaders, a variety of wisdom on our board of directors with a vital interest. Now, they are all inspired, need to be all inspired and indwelled by the same Holy Spirit. That's where we are of one accord. Right? We are indwelled by the same Holy Spirit because the reason why we're indwelled by the same Holy Spirit is because we've been saved by the same Son of God. The same Son of God has offered salvation to me, as to you, as to everyone, and they offer the same Spirit. But to each he's given different gifts. This is all Paul's language from the book of 1 Corinthians. To each he's given different gifts. And boy, we need them on our board. Does it make it awkward sometimes? Yeah. Does it make it difficult sometimes? Yeah. Would it be easier if we all just said and thought the same things? Probably for a little bit, but then I think it would get pretty boring. Okay. What did they say? Variety is the spice of life. I think somebody said that somewhere. Um, okay. Next one. Know the state of your flock and put your heart into caring for your herd. 
For riches do not last forever, and the crown might not be passed down to the next generation. After the hay is harvested and the new crop appears and the mountain grass, I love that it says mountain in this passage, and the mountain grasses are gathered in, your sheep will provide wool for clothing and your goats will provide the price of a field. Man, that just sounds great. It sounds like we're on the side of a hill, you know, in Austria and Heidi's up with her grandfather and it's like, la, 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 you know, the sheep are there and it's like, ah, oh, I like it. A flowing brook and we're about ready to have schnitzel. Um, Anyway, Abishay's in Austria right now, so I'm kind of in that mood. She was texting me this morning. She said the snow was incredible and the skiing was awesome. I'm like, thanks. It's 75 and humid here. <laughs> thanks, Abishay. You're skiing in Austria. Anyway, um, t- a couple I want you to circle. First one is no, and the next one is um, put your heart into caring. So knowledge. We know that the book, if you've been listening at all, the book of Proverbs, what is the thesis statement of the book of Proverbs? If you're an English major, right, which I am not, right, Marissa? But a thesis sentence in a paper is what, Marissa? What's a thesis sentence in a paper? It's the central idea that you're defending. Marissa and I did not talk about this. She is an English major. The thesis sentence is the central idea that you're defending. Does anyone know the thesis sentence of Proverbs? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom and knowledge. That is the thesis sentence of Proverbs. Won't forget it now, will you? Knowledge. If our knowledge is from some book, right? And there's a lot of people that gain a lot of knowledge from the Bible without the Holy Spirit indwelling their heart. You know one? Knows more Bible than every one of us here. You know, so, okay, someone that knows more Bible than any one of us here and is not indwelled by the Holy Spirit, it is Satan himself. And the Bible mentions that. Satan knows the Word of God better than anyone sitting in this room, folks. Says it in the Bible. So, knowledge alone, the Bible says, puffs up. But when indwelled by the Holy Spirit, the confession of your mouth and the believing in your heart that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Holy Spirit will come into you. And now your knowledge is based on the healthy respect, the awe, the incredibleness of God. Becoming aware of the incredibleness of God leads to understanding and knowledge. So it says, know the state of your flock. We ask our board of directors, know what in the world is going on around here. If we get to the board of directors meeting and the staff has to update the board on what's going on for three or four of the hours, we won't actually get to then tapping into the gifts that God has given our board of directors to start making decisions, right? We're just going to spend the whole time being like, well, this is called the coffee shop's church. And in the summertime, the coffee shop church meets at 9 o'clock because there's people that can't go to the mountain and they come there. But then in the fall, it goes to 10 o'clock because then we sometimes do services on the mountain at Waterville because people just show up down there and we want to do them. But then sometimes we extend our mountaintop ones at, Water- at Loon because Loon emails us. But then sometimes we come together at here, but it's 10 o'clock right now, but it won't be 10 o'clock in December because we're going to move at the end of December to 9 o'clock here and 10 o'clock on Loon at Waterville. And we're going to change it locally this year because let's be, you know if we have to go through all of that in a board meeting 
then we won't get to the actual balancing of the budget and, and making decisions based upon wisdom and foresight and counsel and all these fun things. So we ask the board of directors to know what in the world. Know the flock. You guys are the flock. You guys. Bah. Anyway, I'm the flock too. That was a bad joke. Um, then the next one, the last one, I'll end it with this. Circle, put your heart into caring for your heart. Put your heart into it. The Bible says that the heart is the center of the mind, the soul, and the spirit. It is the, it is the entire emotional nature and understanding. That's what the Bible says about the heart. Romans chapter 10, verse 10 says this, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess with your faith and you are saved. Folks, the heart is where you believe. The heart is where you believe. Christmas is coming. And that means that my family will gather together and watch Polar Express. And if you know Polar Express, the kid couldn't hear the bell. Why couldn't the kid hear the bell? Because he didn't believe. Right? And the belief starts in the heart. And it's not easy. I'm paid to believe, which sometimes is the worst, actually. Right? Believing has nothing to do with paid. Believing has nothing to do with where and how you were raised or whatever. Believing comes to this point where the center of who you are submits to the center of who God is. Let me say that. The center of who you are submits to who the center of God is. That is at the heart of humankind, and that is belief. We said, if it's knowledge and it's up here, it's just knowledge. But if it's wisdom and it's in here, it will come out, right? Out of the heart, the Bible says, the mouth speaks. And you can see how ugly my heart is sometimes if you're around, because I say some pretty dumb stuff. But then you can see how beautifully God has redeemed my heart and filled me with the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes, once in a while, I'll say something like, Oh, I hope that is from the Lord. I think that's from the Lord because it was for His glory and it was for the good of others. And the Bible's very clear that if you proclaim the glory of God and you are for the good of others, that it is from the Lord. Because it can only be from the Lord. Thanks for listening. We here at Loon Mountain Ministry are committed to loving God, serving community, and enjoying mountains. We want to thank you for being a part of our collective high five this week as we seek to be a light in the White Mountains and all around the world. Please feel free to reach out to us at info at loonmtnministry.com so we can get more connected. See you guys.